Visionary Minds Public Relations and Media is a proud sponsor of CA Media Podcast. Be sure to get all your publicity, digital marketing, writing, media consulting services by emailing visionarymindsny at gmail.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the CA Media Podcast where I'm your host, Clyde Anderson. And today on Clyde's Review, I'll be talking about the Undertaker's retirement of his character. And also, I'll be talking about the infidelity film that was made in Syracuse during the pandemic by Tyrone Tizak Jackson. Uh, the show is brought to you by Visionary Minds Public Relations and Media. If you need any media consultations or anything of media-related or public relations, you can contact Tammy Reese at VisionaryMindsNY at gmail.com. So, The Undertaker retired his character on November 22nd, 2020, at the Survivor Series pay-per-view event, in which he debuted 30 years ago exactly on November 22nd, 1990. Uh, The way that the WWE producers produced this segment, they had all of his friends that was in the BSK that was alive to come out and to stand there. His rivals like Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Mick Foley, Big Show, Booker T, JBL. Many legends came out, including Sergeant Vega. Many legends came out to support The Undertaker and to support whatever he was going to do on this event. So they came out, they left, they cut it to a promo, like a three-minute promo, one of Metallica's songs, showing Undertaker's greatest moments. In a package, which was so beautifully made by the WWE Digital and Production Team. Then Vince McMahon, the chairman of the board, came out. And uh, he gave his thoughts on The Undertaker. And he introduced The Undertaker to the ring. Undertaker came out to a magnificent entrance. Only fitting for The Undertaker. He came in the ring. Basically said, The Undertaker character. He didn't say the character word, but he said The Undertaker it's finally time for him to rest in peace. So, once he said that, uh, he did his iconic taunts. He did his iconic wind pose. Uh, the bell tolled like 10 times. There was also a beautiful hologram of the legendary late Paul Bearer. In that segment that the WWE found a way to hologram his image into the Undertaker in the ring. Him holding an urn was truly beautifully done. All respects to whoever thought of that, about that idea. And to incorporate that with the Undertaker segment. Give him major props for that. After the taunt, after the hologram. Take a step back up. He made his way back to the ramp. One iconic fist pose. And the Undertaker character is now resting in peace. I was thinking someone's going to interfere. Someone's going to try to make a statement on Undertaker's behalf. Trying to get him back for one more match. Uh, I'm glad that no one did that. I'm glad that Bray Wyatt didn't interfere. I'm glad that Stane didn't interfere. I'm glad that Styles didn't interfere. Um, but the character of The Undertaker is finally resting in peace after 30 years 
especially the last three years, he having a hard time to figure out what is the fitting match that he could retire on. And I'm guessing, we all now guess, that fitting match was that Boneyard match, that cinematic match with AJ Styles, which that match is up for WWE Slammy's match of the year. It also won mid-year match of the year. Um, hopefully the PWI and its writers and reviewers will nominate that as a match of the year and give Undertaker another award for match of the year in his career. Fitting way the WWE did it, I appreciate the way they had Undertaker's friends, family, rivalries, and then everybody leave. Vince introduced Undertaker. Eventually, Undertaker comes out. Undertaker says his sh- those short words and, um... That's the perfect way to end the year. 30 years. Even though we would love to have a crowd there during that segment. But we're in a pandemic. So what can we really do? You know, we don't know whenever. We don't know when this pandemic is going to ever end. But big props to Undertaker. Big props to the WWE production team. And all those who were involved in this segment segment for The Undertaker. And here's a message for one of our sponsors. <laughs> WC Payton Service LLC has an autumn sale going on right now. We are 25% off on all residential projects, 50% off on all business projects. A 50% discount will be considered for all and any full unit painted projects. Uh, they specialize in sheetrocking, pastrying, skim coating, hole repair, exterior painting, interior painting, letter removal. If you have any painting services that you like to get done, contact WC Painting Service LLC at 917-324-4773 or email them at wcpainting20 at gmail.com or you can search the web at wcpaintingservice.com where they are rolling into the future. We would like to thank our sponsor for that message. So, Infidelity, a film that Tyrone Tizat Jackson did in the pandemic. Uh, he wrote, directed, edit, produced at, and he would put his music, I'm guessing, in this film that's on Amazon Prime Video right now. Uh, the drama is really centered between two females, actually sisters who grew up disliking each other, feuded by the other, older sister's uh, traumatic, you know, child abuse issues that she had with, if I'm mistaken, I think it was her mother boyfriend or or her father. I think it was her, I think it was her father. And it was uh, her main ultimate goal in the film was to prove to everyone that men ain't shit, basically. And it's the film is basically all about adultery, cheating, lies, and even some killing. To Zach, on an interview he had with Syracuse.com, said the film is really related to those who had a sister. Or married couples that have such issues like that. Things that at home that, that they're affected with can can affect them on the outside world. He did the film during the pandemic in July. I think it was around July, he said. Uh, when Governor Cuomo allowed him to film production back in New York State with uh, COVID-19 restrictions. I personally know that some of the film was refilmed due to some issues i'm guessing with casting but uh the final piece of the film was it was great in my view i did enjoy the film there were some instances where there was some continuity issues um since i'm a videographer 
I have a degree in digital media, and I'm also going to school for filming. There was some continuity issues in the beginning of the film. One, for instance, where the two husband and wife played in the film were on the Onondaga Creek Walk, and um, one of the sisters said that they haven't seen the other sister in, like, some years. But they right behind each other. So And then they looked, and then they kept on walking, and then when they came to a stop at a bench, they turned around like, oh, hey, what's up? Like, y'all saw each other. That's, that was funny. Like, that was a, that's one of the big continuity issues I've seen. Another one was the way the mother was, like, taking pills in the beginning of the film. And, like, she, had, she was struggling with something in the beginning of the film. And... There was different cutscenes of that. I also was wondering, questioning about why one of the sisters, after um, she got in an argument with her husband, one of the sisters, there was a cutscene of one of the sisters in the bathroom shaking her head, like, for like three seconds. I understand, like, she had frustrations with her man, which was like one of the main characters that killed like two people in that film. I'm trying to understand why that shot of her in the bathroom shaking her head twice. A few times was in the film. The rest of the film was good. Like the the scene where this is all from trying me trying to remember from only saw this film once. Um, I saw it today. So there was a scene where they they was going to talk. The sisters were going to talk. I guess they wanted to talk about something. And one of the sisters didn't want to talk in her car, so she decided to drive to another area and then talk. I just didn't understand that part. Why? Why was the sense of that? Where they could have just sat and spoke wherever they was at. They could have kept, they could have kept in one of the sister's car and just driven to somewhere else and spoke and not spoke in front of the house. I didn't understand that. And the ending where they was at a bar in Syracuse. I think it's on the north side. Exclusive. I may be correct on that one so the girl that had the potential boyfriend that she didn't think that was cheating but she knew that he was cheating but he was like he was like he and she he didn't do nothing uh she played the the film of him cheating with his with her sister at the at the bar and uh she didn't play the whole thing when she first saw it she only saw she only played half of it but when she saw that the man that her sister was with, that she's having a baby with, killed her sister, she was, like, on her knees crying. Her husband trying to help her. She didn't give a fuck. But the man that you're having a baby by uh, just killed your sister and killed your snitch. But guess who's by your side? But you push him away. Your husband, the one that wanted to have the kid with you, that you choose not to have a kid with, but you have it by your, your sister's husband that didn't want to be with the sister, but wants you. That's that's crazy. So he left out the bar before that happened, if I'm not mistaken. I just didn't understand why it ended on that note. I wonder if they could have... Uh, there was another way I wanted it, that film to end where she would got her revenge with him, but there was there was no like real legit ending to the film I think. Also there was another another part of the film where I can't think of the character's name. The older sister, I think it was the older sister, she came in the house and the projector came down. I'm like, that's weird. Why why would a projector come down when you come in the house? That was that was weird to me. I didn't I didn't understand that. Was she about to see another movie? Like, I didn't get it. 
So, in regards to that projector, they wind up using it to show another film that Tizat produced before this current film. That is smart business strategy to still promote within yourself to do that. That was smart. I like that. Um, that was cool. And that film that they were showing was, if I'm not mistaken, it was turned out. So, I like that. That was smart. But... Good thing was that he didn't use the same people in that film, turned out, that was showing that film, that little short clip that was on the projector in the actual second movie, the movie that he was doing now. So that was good. Good. Good choice. I like that. That's good. Uh, producing and, you know, directing. I like that. But yeah, this is uh, Jackson's fourth film. He got all three of his other films. Which is, I got this too, turned out, and uh, 12 Days We Got also on Amazon Prime. Tizak appears in all four films. He appears shortly in the beginning of this film and saying how someone's going to blank his, that lady up for, for doing what she does. And it wind up to be true. She, uh, the, the older sister wind up dying because of uh, a mess. Not, I wouldn't even say a mishap. She died because of her ways, the way she was treating people, the way she was treating guys, saying all men ain't shit. Well, at the end of the day, you ain't shit either because you're using these guys to your advantage. And hey, guess what? Paybacks are a bitch. <laughs> and she wind up getting hers. She wind up getting hers and I feel sorry for her in a way, but not really because there are some good guys out there that could love you, and if you can't love them the way that you desire to love them, then you shouldn't be with them. Infidelity for an independent film. I would give it out of five stars. Honestly, I would give it like three and a half. I said my issues about the film already. I said what I liked. The music wasn't blaring as loud as this turned out film. So the musical score on that on this film, it was a little bit more than I wanted but it was there, so uh, another thing I liked it that he didn't play a ton of his music like he t played it turned out. So like the musical score, the musical choice of this film, I like it. Yeah, that's my review on Infidelity. I want to give a shout out to Tizat, Tyrone Jackson on his fourth film that he did. Major props to him. He got billboards up in the town of Syracuse promoting the film. Syracuse.com promoted the film. So he's getting himself out there. And if you don't know this by now, He's a public figure. Some people watching. So people are watching. People are listening. People want to talk about this film. So I hope all the publicity he gets, the, the good reviews, the bad reviews, the in-between reviews that he gets, that he can use that as motivation. And to probably to help him and whoever he desires to help him produce these films. I uh, see that one of my friends at the casting, L.S. Jones, the product that keep you connected. Great, great casting and recasting. Another friend of mine, Jamie. Good job on your production assistant role. I know that had to be hard. Tizat doing a one-man show. That's hard, man. It gotta be hard. Doing the producing, the editing, the score, the directing, the cinematography, the photography. That's a lot. And I'm guessing if he did this film in July, he got it done by October. November? Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. So, everyone, check out Tyrone Tizat Jackson on Facebook. I think Tiz315, I think it's his Instagram and Twitter. Not too sure. Just want to give him a shout out on this podcast. Great, great film. You're now, you're now basically a public figure. The billboards up there, 
Syracuse.com looking. Hey, you're a blubber figure. Love it. Congratulations. You're making a name for yourself. Hopefully, Syracuse is watching and is proud of you for everything that you're doing in the world of film and cinematography. So, on that note, next week's show, I'll have my best friend, the one and only Kimmy Ray of Kimmy Ray Promotions. And we're going to be talking about relationships. We created actually we actually created two different episodes one like during the pandemic and one like just actually just yesterday so i'll be posting the second episode of that so you can check that out here on this podcast the ca media podcast the show that allows you to come in your own unique way next week and um i am clyde just want to thank you for listening to the ca media podcast the show that allows you to come in your own unique way Make sure you follow the CA Media brand on all social media platforms. You can follow us on Facebook.com forward slash Clyde Anderson Media, Instagram.com forward slash CA Media underscore underscore, Twitter.com forward slash CA Media underscore underscore. For podcasting, you can follow us on anchor.fm forward slash CA Media. You can search Spotify or Google Podcasts at CA Media Podcast or any other of your favorite podcasting hosting site. Also, give us a like, comment, subscribe, or share links. Or if you would like to be able to be a sponsor on this podcast or be a guest host, you can email me at CA Media Podcast, the show that allows you to come in your own unique way. Thank you.